The Squiz is a free weekday email and podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Claire Kimball. And I'm Kate Watson. It's Wednesday the 1st of August. We take you through the Hilda Report on Australian households. The My Health Record privacy debate rolls on. A trilateral agreement between the US and Japan. And Stormy the Stray Dog. This is your Squiz Today. Claire, the Hilda Report is out. It's the Housing Income and Labor Dynamics in Australia Report. And despite sounding dull, it's actually really fascinating. So what it is is a survey of 17,000 willing participants who are tracked across the course of their lifetime. And every few years, the Hilda Report comes out with information on trends around economic and social well-being. Give us some stats. We love a bit of stats on a Wednesday morning. I'm excited. <laughs> the One of the interesting things, and certainly it's contentious because I think we have a bit of a view that, you know, the gap between the rich and the poor gets bigger and inequity is growing, that actually what the report found that certainly when it came to 2016, the number of Australians living in poverty is falling. Uh, child poverty mm-hmm. is at the lowest level that it's been since the survey started. So that's some good news. A couple of quick other ones. We're more educated, particularly women. The number of women who have university degrees has risen from about 22% to 35% since 2001. So that's pretty significant. Uh, Mm -hmm. Men have better financial literacy than women. Uh, And that's something that um, I think we all know we've got to improve a bit on. I certainly know that, and Kate, you do too. Yeah, put my hand up for that. (laughs) (laughs) And since um, diving into the squiz, I think we're a lot more financially literate than we were 12 months ago. Uh, But men are also doing a bit more housework. Uh, Women are doing less, but of course still doing significantly more than men. The the hours, 13.3 hours a week doing chores, and that's men. Yeah. And women, 22.8 hours a week. I'm not – I don't think I'm doing enough around the house. Kate, maybe you've got to pick up your housework game. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of hours. I haven't been around to your place for a while, but maybe I'll <laughs> start checking for dust under the fridge and see how, yeah. what's going on. Uh, one piece of housekeeping for people is the decision to make around whether they will opt out of the My Health Record database or not. It's been somewhat contentious for the government and now they've indicated a legislation change to try and appease concerns about privacy. So what happened last night is Health Minister Greg Hunt met with the Australian Medical Association who have had a few concerns about uh, the whole privacy thing around my health record and Greg Hunt last night announced that what's going to happen is that they'll enshrine in legislation that a court order is required for police and other government agencies to get their hand on an individual record. So that'll up the Mm -hmm. privacy. That was welcomed last night and we've still got um, a bit over a couple of months to make a decision whether to stay in or stay out. Yeah, you've got to the 15th of October to make that call, although there is some talk about moving the date out by a month or so, but we'll keep you posted. Uh, Yesterday, Julie Bishop announced a trilateral agreement with Japan and the US. Tri meaning three. So who's left out? China. I guess that's the story. Yeah, and really this thing is framed around China's reach into funding 
uh, big projects uh, in the Pacific and in the Asian region. So this agreement with Japan and the US will uh, aim to fund some big big projects in our region and really it's a rival vision to China's big, uh, what they call the Belt and Road Initiative. So, yeah, certainly again when it comes to um, the rising role of China, it looks like the traditional players in our region, which is us, the US and Japan, are, are really looking to keep up. The opposition leader in Zimbabwe is super keen to tell everyone that he's going to win the election, but that may not be the case. That's right. Nelson Chamisa, who led the opposition to the election, uh, which was on Monday, said that um, he's really ready to form government and believes that his party has won convincingly. Uh, that's, of course, contrary to what the president, Emerson Nangagwa, thinks about the outcome of the election. This really has to do with some positioning by Chamisa uh, around whether the vote has been rigged, um, he really wants the Electoral Commission there to get cracking on counting the votes and really does believe that um, that his party is given a pretty good showing. So it's keeping attention on that election. Uh, high voter turnout, about 70% of eligible voters turned out, and it was the first uh, election that had been monitored by external um, monitors for about 16 years. Now, I know the story last year of a guy who turned his shed into the highest rating restaurant at TripAdvisor was one of your favourites of the year. So I'm not surprised you found a way to help it live on in 2018. Yeah, any excuse to um, to raise my <laughs> shed, <laughs> which um, became the top rated restaurant on TripAdvisor in London after um, a very cheeky bloke tricked the system. But yeah, Meriton yesterday, who are a big um, residential builder, but also um, service department giant, they've been fined yesterday after the ACCC took them to court. What they were doing were withholding the email addresses of people who had stayed at their service departments who they knew had probably had a bad experience. From TripAdvisor, they used to just send on those addresses to TripAdvisor for them to um, do an instant review, but um, the ACCC said that that constituted misleading and deceptive conduct. So they've got a whopping big fine, and I can imagine that a lot of serviced, service-focused businesses would probably shudder when they come to think about how they deal with TripAdvisor. So beware. Yeah, it could cost you $3 million. What about Three Minute Squeeze? It's Wednesday. Who have we got today? Uh, we have Siobhan Quinn, who is someone uh, I've known for a, for a while. She's a very enthusiastic squeezer. She um, stepped back from her really big corporate job uh, six months ago to have her first baby, and she's heading back to work today, I think. So uh, we wish her well. But um, she's, of course, talked about how the squeezers helped her stay up with the news as her life changed forever with the birth of her baby. That's what we, we're here to help, aren't we? We are. And the subject line today, what have we got? So the subject line today is, when the feeling's right, I'm going to run all night. Brian Adams, run to you. Ah, this is in, yeah, this is in relation to Stormy, the dog who ran a, he's a stray dog who ran half a half marathon in Kalgoorlie over the weekend and will likely end up with a nice home to go to off the back of it. Yeah, nice story. Yep, it sure is. Open the email every day this week. You'll go in the draw to win $100 to spend at Woolworths. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great Wednesday and we will chat to you tomorrow. The Squeeze is a free weekday email and podcast. 
where your shortcut to being informed. Sign up at thesqueeze.com.au.